0: The coalition is to unveil a €1 billion Euro housing plan targeting the cost of building homes and refurbishing vacant homes. Interventions would see water connection fees refunded and grants for renovating derelict properties for rent, as well as a subvention of up to 150000 for a cost rental building. Now, to talk about the plan, Sinn Féin TD for Dublin Midwest, spokesman on housing, and Senator Mary Fitzpatrick, Fianna Fáil spokesperson on housing. Good morning. I'm Welcome to you both, um, first of all, uh, on what is your reaction to this package? because you know it 's a billion it 's a lot of money. Uh, Will it see results well, first of all, we'll have to wait and
1: see the finer detail of it. there's many questions uh, that the the newspaper coverage kind of begs, uh, which hopefully we'll get the answers to this afternoon. What I will say, reading the stories from Saturday through till today, is there is a certain level of desperation, it seems, with government. They've been telling us for the last two years that they have the most comprehensive plan in the history of the state, spending more money than ever before on housing, and yet almost all the indicators are going in the wrong direction. So it kind of looks like they're scrambling around to throw together some ideas. uh, 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 And some of them, particularly the very significant amount of money over three years, 750 million euros, Uh, uh, for a cost rental subsidy, as it's called, for private developers seem very, very problematic. We've seen these schemes before. They haven't worked. Uh, uh, Likewise, for example, with the development levy uh, waiver, it's not clear if it's meant to be an affordability measure to reduce the cost of purchasing the home or if it's a viability measure to increase the profitability to get more building going. And that's unclear at this stage.
0: Now, developers are claiming that it's not uh, viable to build um, multi-storey apartments, for instance, and that uh, they need a subvention to make it viable. Um, one of the arguments, and I, it's probably been advanced by yourself, uh, as well as people from other parties, is that uh, the extra charge is imposed by the state are one of the elements that pushes up the price by comparison with other jurisdictions. That if you didn't have all these charges, well, we'd have the same kind of cost basis for a building as they do in Spain or Portugal or France. So first of all, the evidence doesn't really say that
1: um, uh, and when you're providing any infrastructure, whether it's houses or schools or whatever, infrastructure also needs to be paid for and there needs to be a contribution to that. Uh, I think the real test of all of these measures is, first of all... Will no. But
0: uh, Hang on a second, are, are you saying that the state, for example should not provide the infrastructure because in an ideal world the infrastructure would be put in by the state and uh, eventually it would get its money back through property taxes you know when the houses were built no different jurisdictions have different
1: mechanisms of capturing the uplift and the value of the land and the the, the value of the development by grant of planning permission and development contributions or development levies are are used in many jurisdictions they're not very significant so on the average suburban home for example in Dublin development contributions would be about 10 or 12,000 euros so it's not a a, a prohibitive fee and I think the real test of any of these measures that we'll see the detail of later on today is do they deliver more homes and crucially will those homes be more affordable I mean we're looking at for example cost rental homes at the minute and they're now costing up to 1500 euros a month that's way beyond the affordability for many people likewise we're seeing house prices still stuck at exceptionally high rates and I'm not convinced on the limited information I have so far that the measures that are going to be announced today will actually bring down The cost of renting Mm. will bring down the cost of buying, and therefore, the affordability challenge for working people will remain a billion euros for developers over three years. uh, And if there is no affordability dividend Mm. for working people, one of the reports suggests that the
0: the Land Development Agency will be able, able to avail of all of this stuff as well.
1: Yeah, and our, our, our speculation at this point is, if you look, for example, at an apartment development in Dublin, it's now five hundred to six hundred thousand euros all in development costs by the developer. The LDA is acquiring those units. The difficulty is if you buy a unit at five or six hundred thousand euros, the rents will be eighteen or nineteen hundred euros a month, which is way way
0: beyond. Just to explain to people, they calculate uh, the cost rental rent on uh, the basis of a lifetime of forty years, isn't that?
1: Yeah, so well, that's the, the, the calculation,
0: the, and then it's got to be twenty five percent less than the, market uh, the, rates. The, the first thing is has
1: to be what's called full cost recovery, which is the rent has to pay for the finance, the building, and the managing. Yeah, and maintenance based, based over forty, over 40 years. years, right? So apartments have now got so expensive in Dublin in part because of the speculative activity of some developers uh, that uh, uh, where the LDA is buying those uh, uh, apartments for cost rental it can't make them affordable so it sounds like what the state is going to do is acquire a portion of equity that'll then be parked uh, uh, and uh, the cost rents will be determined on the remainder of the property but Cost rents for them to be affordable need to be moving down towards and below a thousand euros a month. They're currently pushing up to fifteen hundred and we suspect they'll continue to increase. Mm. There is no point having cost rental if it's not affordable. And again, that's my worry is a billion euros without any guarantee of an affordability dividend to rent or buy for working people. That won't be money well spent if it doesn't no. bring the price of renting away. What about down.
0: Uh, the refurbing grants uh, which would be uh, g- available for houses built not 1993 as the original uh, scheme was because that would be regarded as an older home but 2007 which is kind of Celtic Tiger era homes which should have been built in you know properly anyway but we know weren't by so many developers um, those should improve supply one imagines.
1: Yeah, and and the the changes to the what's called Cricona Towns Refurbishment Grant aren't objectionable in and of themselves. However, there's only 30 million euros in that scheme this year. There's no indication in the leaks to the media that they're going to increase the overall funding and it's only targeting 600 to 700 vacants in a year. We have at least 50 to 60,000 vacants which government should be targeting. We've made an alternative proposal that would see about 4,000 vacants and derelicts brought back into use every year. So again, we want to see the detail but uh, one of the problems with the government's approach to vacancy and particularly the Cree Towns is poorly designed, it's underfunded, it lacks ambition and actually at the moment two of the leading Bank, CBS uh, and AIB aren't actually allowing uh, uh, borrowers to draw down their mortgages because there's a dispute over the treatment of the creek towns grant in terms of what happens if there's a default on the mortgage. So in fact last year when the scheme was in- introduced not a single Creek-Connor-Towns grant was actually drawn down and therefore there are serious problems with that scheme but the big problem is lack of ambition and I'm not hearing of an increase in the overall funding
0: which is really what's needed to tackle the scandalous levels of vacancy in the state. Okay. Uh, one final point before I go to Senator Mary Fitzpatrick Uh, The the, anything they do that improves, whether as elegantly as you would like to improve the supply of housing or not, Uh, I mean, you have ambitions to be in power. Housing takes time. I mean, they could be doing, you know, work for you effectively now. Anything they achieve now might pay a dividend for you by the time. And you'd be in power saying, here we are. We're only in power six months. And look how many houses we built. When, in fact, the seeds would have been sown in 2023. Isn't that the reality of it? We, I've always been very honest with people and
1: said if the government does something good, we'll support it. And there have been occasions where we've supported government initiatives, even where they weren't as well designed as we would like them to be. Uh, but Fine Gael have been in government for 12 years. Fianna Fáil have been propping them up in one form or another for six. Uh, and we've seen virtually no progress. Homelessness at record levels, house prices at record levels, rents at record levels and rising. And in the last six months, planning permissions and commencements are beginning to dip down again uh, after rising last year. So, on balance, despite all of the talk and all of the bluster, this government is making the housing crisis worse. And one of the comments I saw in the newspaper this morning, which was an off the record comment from a government figure, is that Darrell Bryan is now going to announce another bunch of initiatives. There are too many initiatives, there's too much complexity. Uh, rather than streamlining the system and doing what's really important funding our local authorities and approved housing bodies in the first instance to deliver genuinely yeah. affordable homes well, for people. But here's the rub on.
0: I mean, uh, Sinn Fein are not going to be able to press gang uh, construction workers into building housing. You're going to have to depend on the infrastructure that we have. We don't have enough workers. I mean, there's talk of wooing people back from, you know, very profitable jobs uh, on projects all over Europe where they're building factories and hospitals and the devil and all. They come back, where do they live? Um, So you're going to be stuck if you were to be in government with the same construction infrastructure that we have at the moment. How do you magic up all the workers? How do you magic up homes for them if you can find them? Talk of South African workers coming in, big unemployment problem there, people anxious to work, but where do you house them? Well, What we would do is
1: take the advice of the ESRI in a report they published last year, which actually argued that a lot of the construction workers currently working here are building the wrong things. They're building apart hotels, co-living data centres. They should be, through changes to tax policy, redirected uh, towards genuine affordable homes. You're absolutely right. We don't have enough construction sector workers, although it is growing. But if you put the right types of investment in the right types of residential development, particularly the delivery of large volumes of really affordable homes, Last year, government only delivered a couple of hundred affordable homes to purchase.
0: We'd be delivering 8,000 affordable homes, 4,000 of the purchase each year. So you would put a stop to those kind of big projects, the big office blocks, the big data centres, whatever else, and, and tell... The, the construction industry, this is what you're going to build. What what we would do is,
1: is we would end some of the unnecessary tax reliefs that are incentivizing investment into certain types of development that we don't need any more of, like hotels and data centres and uh, apart hotels that would then uh, free up those workers to do what the cities and and counties need which is genuinely affordable homes. The lack of affordable homes is having an impact on the public sector, on the private sector, it's forcing young people to emigrate uh, and this government is not delivering uh, affordable homes at Mm. prices people
0: can afford. So that should be the priority for government no matter who's in charge. Senator Mary Fitzpatrick listening to all of that, Fianna Fáil spokesperson on housing. Mary, what's uh, your response to Owen uh, in terms of his response to what we know about Darrell o'brien's package
2: yeah thanks pat and good morning to you and good morning owen um look owen and i both agree that uh we have a lack of uh, affordable housing and that's what Housing for All is designed to do. It's designed to increase the supply of housing and the affordability of housing. And while we wait to see what the Cabinet actually finally approves, from what I understand is being brought forward, are further enhancements on the affordable housing um, initiatives that have already been uh, commenced under Housing for All. So. In terms of the increasing housing supply and increasing affordability, the fastest and most sustainable way for us to do that is to use existing built homes, homes that are on streets and villages and in communities where there's already electricity, where there's already water, where there's sewerage, where there's public transport, schools and shops. So an increase, a proposed increase on the vacant property grant and the derelict property grant. But why didn't you do this
0: years ago? I mean, people have been crying out about this since the (laughs) big.
2: That's, that's that's why we didn't do three, three years ago. ago. And, and, uh, you, know, and, you know,
0: you no, no, know, no, what I'm do. what I'm saying. That uh, no, the dogs of the I street were saying. saying there are inhibitions to uh, converting. The, the, the accommodation over the shop, yep. fire regulations, uh, you know, making sure that it's a safe place for people to live, that they have access uh, outside of going through the shop, all of those kind of things. The rules and regulations needed to be refined. We've had people like Mel Reynolds on pointing out how many different hoops people had to jump through. There's been some improvement, but it's still not a one-stop shop.
2: And Pat, that's the difference between what Fianna Fáil are doing in government and what Sinn Féin would do. We actually have brought forward changes. We have introduced a vacant property grant and a derelict property grant. Keep in mind Sinn Féin would scrap this. They actually were opposed to the introduction of this grant, which is enabling people to take vacant properties, as Owen himself said, somewhere between 50,000, 60,000 vacant properties around the country and turn them into homes today in communities, in villages, in towns all over the country. So this vacant property grant is is welcome. In fact, it has been supported not just by people who want to own a home in an existing village or street or town, um, but it's also been being welcomed by those who are actually renovating and uh, bringing these homes back
0: to life and bringing communities back to life. But why, then, why at this point? I mean, you're now staring down the barrel well, of, of, of an the, election oh, 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 in a couple absolutely. of years.
2: No no, 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 Pat, sorry, there is a logical reason. The reason for increasing it now is. It was launched last summer, last July, August. There has been a very strong response, but this is an iterative process. You will appreciate that we're in a very dynamic situation. Construction inflation has just continued to increase. We're at construction inflation of, you know, in excess of thirty percent over the last two years. So we need to reflect. No, I'm, I'm just that. wondering. No I mean, Owen may be at
0: that. the mercy of officials in the housing department if he should become minister for housing, and maybe uh, you know, life will be a bit different. than than people might imagine because it's these officials who draw up all, all the schemes. But I'm wondering what is the the, the the problem that didn't allow them to strip away all the rules and regulations, bearing in mind what they were hearing from the industry about the rules and regulations for converting premises over the shop. Why didn't yes. they do it then and then let the market have a go at it? If it's viable, it's viable. Now you're throwing money at a problem without resolving the issues.
2: Uh, no, it's it's not actually just money, Pat. Like, to, to be fair, right, the vacant property grant and the derelict property grant is also being supported. They're being administered by the local authorities, and in every local authority, there has been a vacant homes officer appointed. Because each vacant property is unique in, in the sense that, like, you have to deal with them on a case-by-case basis. You know yourself, Pat. If you're doing an extension or you're doing, you know, you take one property, no two properties are the same. So, and, and there also has to be, let's face it, you know standards we have to have it that this fund and and these funds are being used to create safe you know there's such money
0: in property you see if it was easily doable as you're suggesting it might be uh, they would have done it i mean the amount of rent that could be achieved by a shopkeeper for example for renting the premises over the shop uh, given the rates of rents at the moment it would be so attractive of course he would have done it if it was doable He would have done it by now, but there there have been inhibitions. Now you're throwing money without necessarily making the rules um, as amenable as they should be.
2: No, 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 Pat, actually, the the feedback has been uh, very positive from right around the country, Um, not just in the cities, but also in rural areas. Uh, I I was down in Tipperary actually last week um, with a councillor and uh, Fianna Fáil colleagues meeting with people. And there's, there's a lot of interest and particularly from young people, young, young people buying their first home, buying a bungalow that has been vacant for the last, whatever, 20 years um, and, and turning it into their family home. So there's a lot of interest in this. This is giving these young people an opportunity to actually buy a vacant property, turn it into their uh, home and, and live within their community. But that's not the only part, I guess, to, uh, you know, the proposals that are being brought forward today. The other one, the, the waiving of the levies, I, I think that's very welcome. You know, that's a cost that the state can control. Own says it's, it's, it's
0: fairly it's, trivial in the context of the cost of a house, uh, If you're buying in the greater Dublin area, maybe 400,000 for a Mm -hmm. three bed semi, 10 grand off that is not going to shake up the market dramatically.
2: But there's something contradictory, so there is, in Sinn Féin's position on, on this. And on the one hand, they're opposed to waiving uh, the levies, the state charges. And on the other hand, they seem to want the state to fund the entire cost of, of homes. Like, that's just an inconsistency, mm. Pat. That's illogical. OK, what's oh, really oh, oh, important I'll go back to, to just... own.
0: Yeah, uh, on that one, you know, you're inconsistent. Uh, on the one hand, you won't waive the levies, but on the other hand, you want the state to pay for everything.
1: No, that's not the case. What we would like is government to significantly increase funding to local authorities and approved housing bodies to deliver genuinely affordable homes for people to rent or or buy. Last year, uh, government uh, only delivered 250 uh, uh, affordable homes to purchase uh, and missed their affordable rental targets significantly and the rents are too high. Uh, And the problem here is as follows. You see, again, Mary hasn't explained... Is the waiving of the development levies about reducing the price of the home or increasing the profitability for the developers because they're not the same thing? And on Cree connor no, towns, no, but just
0: to, 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 to parse that a little bit on, if they're saying they can't make a bob from building at the moment that they are shy of up to 150 grand before they break even, I mean, they're not going to build if they don't make a profit i know you, you, you know not, in, in a utopian soviet like state it might be different that you you do it for the love of stalin but, uh, but you, you, you know you, you to have to in this into. economy you have and to make a profit or you, do, you and, don't and, stay in business and no,
1: no, no no nobody in our party is arguing that uh, builders or developers don't have a right to make a profit what i'm saying is if you're going to spend a billion euros of taxpayers money uh, uh, there needs to be an affordability dividend for the working single or the working family who's buying or renting that property and that's
2: why we're putting the funds into affordable and, cost
1: and and the difficulty is if you take the affordable cost rental it is increasingly unaffordable 1500 euros a month now for the rents and those are going to increase as construction sector inflation uh, continues to rise and on the vacant homes grant because this is very important see we've never objected to Cricona Towns contrary to what Mary and, and Daryl O'Brien have said but we have been critical of the scheme why only £30 million has been put into it there's no talk of that overall amount being increased it, it puts all of the risk on the buyer uh, who has to buy the vacant home match the mortgage uh, uh, with the grant <laughs> uh, and they're only targeting about 650, 660 vacant homes a year this year, next year and the year after the target is 2000 over it, three you know, years If you take it 650
0: vacant homes it takes 650 families off the housing list you know it these and, and drops in the ocean think, oh, I'm just putting it down it all is, these drops in the ocean might add up to something but, significant but, but here's the problem so what he's saying is we it, should do it, more of what we're doing it, then it
1: absolutely lacks ambition so our alternative proposal so we're
2: doing the right thing uh,
1: you're absolutely not Mary which is why not a single one of those grants was drawn down last year and the banks are in a dispute with the department over the release of mortgages because the
2: works have not been completed no we you
1: would, know that's we the case would, we would you like to see Drawn down. We, would, we would like to see at least 4,000 vacants and derelicts brought back into active use every year some for social housing some for affordable rental uh, and a good chunk for affordable purchase. The idea that 600 affordables a year three, four and five years into government just shows this government isn't serious about tackling the housing crisis and compare this a billion euros in cash subsidies from the taxpayer to developers being announced today no extra funding for local authorities and approved housing bodies to deliver genuinely affordable homes to rent to buy for working people. This is okay. This, this um, is why this is Ma- why Mary? this government is making the Mary, housing crisis worse. Your last worst. comments not better.
2: Yeah, Pat, the local authorities are fully funded. That's the truth of it. That's why we don't need to put extra funding to the local authorities because they're already fully funded not just for their social housing plans but also for their affordable housing plans. These funds today are we are, the housing for all plan is the only plan that actually is backed by 20 billion euros to actually increase supply and affordability. Sinn Fein are good at sloganeering, but what they're suggesting basically is is that the the state should either pay for everything in its entirety and nobody own any home.
1: That's simply and, not true, Mary, and you know well, that's well, not the case. Oh, oh, that that's a deliberate misrepresentation,
2: a deliberate misrepresentation of our, our policy. That is the only conclusion anybody can make. And that, Pat, will add 10 to 20 years to the housing emergency. All right, look, that
0: is, I'm going to we, we, We're speculating here, the three of us, on uh, uh, reports we've seen in the newspapers. We will have the devil in the detail later on today, but for the moment. Uh, thank you both very much for joining me on the line. Senator Mary Fitzpatrick, the Fianna Fáil Spokesperson on Housing and Ona Brin, Sinn Féin TD for Dublin Midwest and Spokesman on uh, Housing. Now we're joined by Elaine Lachlan, Political Editor with the Irish Examiner. Elaine, good morning. Good
3: morning, Pat.
0: Now we, we have uh, talked about the housing business and uh, we await the details, so let's park that one. What else does the Cabinet have on its agenda today?
3: Yes, we would, would imagine, Pat, that the majority or, or certainly a significant chunk of that Cabinet meeting that's underway will involve those measures and widely flagged measures now around housing and provision of housing and, and freeing up stock that is vacant and derelict. But there are other items on the agenda. Included in it is the abortion review, another long-anticipated report uh, coming from Health Minister Stephen Donnelly. If you remember when the, the vote to repeal the 8th past um, part of that legislation um, to introduce abortion services in this country involved a look-back mechanism that had to be uh, brought forward or had to be instigated after three years, and that's exactly what this is.
0: Now, are they going um, to publish this report uh, today? Is that the uh, idea?
3: Well, certainly you'd imagine if not today, it will be in the coming days soon after Cabinet has a look at it Um, It's quite a lengthy report, past 340 pages, with a significant number of recommendations. I think it's around 10 recommendations on legal issues and 60 recommendations on Mm. operational issues. Um, But I think what everybody will be looking at is that controversial three-day waiting period um, that currently is in place, and which really has been spoken about a lot since the introduction of abortion services. Um, And I think the report, it's understood the report, does say that perhaps the mandatory three-day wait period um, that someone must uh, wait between the second doctor's uh, appointment yep. to get abortion services may be made optional. Rather okay, than now mandatory. we
0: heard the remarks from uh, the Taoiseach that uh, he would not be well disposed towards uh, changes in the law, um, but we'll see where all of that goes because that did uh, raise the hackles in some uh, quarters. I presume also on the, the agenda from the Minister for Justice, Simon Harris, will be the GSOC affair.
3: Yes, and you'll imagine uh, Cabinet will have a lengthy discussion on this. It is subject now to a Garda investigation. Um, So uh, I imagine government will want to let the Garda do their job on this, but you would expect that there will be a discussion on that issue at Cabinet today. Yeah. Um, It'll be
0: interesting to, as, to as, determine why uh, they have decided, or Simon Harris has decided, that the Guardi should investigate GSOC, who investigate the Guardi. But perhaps it's because Guardi have powers of arrest, as indeed do uh, GSOC, I suppose. But anyway, um, that'll be another item on the agenda. Anything else? Anything uh, that is not kind of hitting the front pages but may well uh, figure in Cabinet?
3: Yeah, I think uh, Simon Coveney is also due to bring memo to cabinet around the sale of equipment and the, the, the prohibition on that being altered after it's sold and uh, exported out of the country for military use. So it's quite a technical uh, issue, but an important one as well. Outside of cabinet, you'd imagine the doll will kick off at 2pm and you would be expecting members of the opposition to raise the Nile Collins issue. Um, the TD the has had to make a dull statement previously around planning application uh, for a house he built in his constituency but obviously there are other now reports around the sale of a parcel of land um, in Patrick's well we're going back uh, to 2007-2008 here Pat but it certainly is on the agenda and I think it's something that the opposition will want to deal with in the chamber later today.
0: Yeah, Uh, his uh, statement says that he was uh, no longer on the council at the time it actually came up uh, on the market Uh, he had already become a TD and uh, you can't have the double mandate anymore Um, that was uh, abandoned several years ago Uh, so he's saying we didn't have uh, any connection with the council when it was making that decision that's his statement Uh, unlikely as you say to satisfy everybody but we shall see. Elaine thank you very much uh, for joining us on the line.